before the break you were talking about New Year's resolutions in terms of pets you were giving advice about dogs but also you have some top tips for cat owners as well Well cats are increasingly popular as pets because they do fit in better with our lifestyles nowadays than dogs sometimes um, so for, for cats what I'd say is that the simple thing is in the same way as you take your dog for a walk 25 minutes a day spend 10 minutes twice a day playing with your cat get a new toy of the kind of suggested with a feather or with a or, um, something exciting for the cat to chase and spend 10 minutes twice a day playing with your cat cat will enjoy it and it benefit your relationship together um, second thing is um, I would I would say that you should make your, your home more cat friendly most people just get cats in the home and don't think about the environment. In actual fact, cats have specific desires and likes. Mm. Uh, for example, they like to have um, shelves they can jump onto. Um, they like to jump up onto. They like to have cupboards they can hide away inside. They like, you know, they like to, if you can imagine um, a cat in a garden and looking what a cat likes to do, well, you should try and mimic that in your home. All right, okay. Um, you can buy special stuff, like you can buy stuff at pet shops like Maxi Zoo that have got stands that, you know, for cats, literally like what they call them, cat gyms and that kind of thing. You don't need to go that far. You can just adapt your own home so there's places where the cats can sit up high places where they can hide away and cats love that so make your home more cat friendly and your cat will appreciate it and the third tip for cats is cat dental care now okay ideally you ought to brush your cat's teeth every day in practice very few people get around to doing that because cats don't like it and they can't be easily trained um, I've never I've never even heard of anyone doing that no cat. it's difficult okay. it's definitely difficult yeah. but what people should be aware of is that cats can get toothache just like humans do. Okay. Dogs don't get toothache interestingly enough, but cats do. And it can make them grumpy. It just make them just generally a bit more miserable than normal. And it's quite hard to spot this as an owner, but if you ask your vet, maybe you're in, your, in the vet with your cat for some other reason, you say, can you check my cat's teeth? It's well worthwhile doing that. So other than kind of general kind of cat crankiness, is there any other way of spotting if they you might do have see them, a dental problem? Well, you might see when they're eating, they might eat with one side of their oh, mouth, right, okay. or they might pause in front of the bowl and look at their food and they might growl. You know, they... It's oh. Very subtle signs of yeah, discomfort, yeah. but a vet can very easily look in the cat's mouth and see if there is evidence of decay. And if they have dental decay, then they have to have painful teeth removed. We don't do fillings in cat's teeth. Oh. <laughs> Although they probably do, some there, there must be a vet somewhere that probably oh, does. No? Sure, listen, they've tried them, <laughs> but they just fall out. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, you went to the zoo over the Christmas with I the family. Did. I did. I went last Sunday, and we had a lovely day out there. I have to say, Dublin Zoo. I've been always been a bit skeptical about zoos generally. Yeah, and specifically, I remember twenty years ago when I first came to Ireland, I went into Dublin Zoo, and I was disappointed, deeply disappointed, to see things like the polar bear having a miserable life. Mm. And I thought, how can people lock up animals like that? think that it's good mm. that was 20 years ago yeah since then there's been massive change of, um, of of perspective and massive investment in Dublin Zoo I completely agree with you I mean we would have gone as well as kids and I've I've been I've been back a good few times in the last number of years and mm. particularly in the last say two it really has come alive it's a real lovely place to visit it, it is and and they've designed it so that you can walk around it very easily you don't have to wonder where do I go next it's designed with a route that yeah. takes you naturally and you go up to things like the African plains where the, the, the giraffes and, and the rhinos they really look at ease they really look like they're in their natural environment um, and yet they've designed the sort of the layout so that you as a visitor can see them very easily mm. and um, feel like you're engaging with them I mean I, I think it's really tremendous and and the, the even the the um, things like the gorillas have got all sorts of toys to play with and and they can see you can see that they're having fun 
Um, but it's a, I think it's a, I'd recommend it to anybody as a, as a great day out. Last year they 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 managed to um, they had the 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 highest number ever of visitors to Dublin Zoo, so it's a great success. Not only for Irish people, but also when we were there, we noticed there were a lot of tourists yeah. there as well. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's getting a good international reputation as well. And it's not just about having the animals there; it's also, of course, about helping conservation and about um, helping to do research to to um, improve a lot of some of the endangered species out there. They're very active in that way at Dublin Zoo. So it's it's very positive experience all round. Let's get back to some text now. Uh, Santi brought us a Labrador pup for Christmas. He needs to be toilet trained and we really don't know where to start. Can you give us some tips, please? And yeah. l- lambs are, they're beautiful puppies. They but are. But they can be difficult because they just want to have lots of fun all the time and they, they don't really listen, do they? It can be difficult, especially at this time of year in the middle of the winter, it's difficult to house train puppies because yeah. basically the idea is that you reward the puppy every time it goes in the right place and you give it praise and it, it realises it's a better experience to go outside where you want it to go than inside. The thing is, if it's raining and cold outside, whatever you do, it's really hard to make it a pleasant experience for the dog to go outside. Why would, why would they want to go out there when it's warm and cosy inside and they can find a nice corner that suits them better? So it's quite difficult. I think the best answer is to use something called a puppy crate. And that's like a, a wire mesh crate that you, you put the dog's bed in there and a bit of food and a bit of water. And that becomes like their bedroom. And mm. they, you put them in there when you're not supervising them very closely. And they soon learn that they, they never go in there. And when you take them out of there, you take them straight outside and wait for them to go to the loo and give them lots of praise. And that is a very quick way of training them. If you want to know more about it, if you Google puppy crate training, you, you find out lots of detail. Oh, great. OK, let's try and do quick for... I know they're not mm. not so easy, but let's try and get through because we have okay. a lot of texts here in front of me. I'm just conscious of wanting to get through as many as possible. I have uh, Yorkshire dogs. We have two of them. They both have a grey film over one eye. Is this bad for them? Well, it's not normal. Um, okay. It might, might be a little mucus and you might just wipe it away with a bit of cotton wool. But if you keep coming back, then I would say get your vet to check them out. OK, Nor, uh, newly even, sorry, in Port Marnock says, uh, my dog keeps chewing our post. Uh, how do we stop him doing this? Well, you get a box put it on the other side <laughs> of the... Seriously. <laughs> that, okay. So, the, so does, if the post goes on the ground, dog's going to chew it. Dog's like chewing things on the ground. My dog's breath smells really bad. Uh, he's a springer, about two and a half. His teeth seem fine, but I'm concerned in case something else is up with him. Well, two possibilities. It could be a lip-fold dermatitis where, where the, the skin around the mouth gets very gets a bit infected and gets very, very smelly. Or it could be his diet. Some dogs um, digest their food in such a way that there's yucky smells come from it. So those are two possibilities. Okay, brilliant. Thanks a minute. We don't have time for any more texts, unfortunately. Oh, right. Tell us about this very quickly before you finish. You're taking photos every day for the year. Yes. 2013. I, I am. It's, it's, a, it's a website called Shutter Cal. And what you do is you take a photograph representing your life every day for a whole year. At the end of it, you've got a pictorial representation of what you've been up to. I'm doing it for my own sake. Also, I'm doing it for our vet practice in Bray because we're building a new building. And I think it'd be fascinating to... to, to, to chart the progress from the from the, the day the bulldozers come and, and, and clear the site to when this banking new building is is there for everybody to see. And so I think charting that will be fun. And can but we also, follow you on, on Facebook? Yeah, if you go to Facebook, um, Pete the Vet is my personal one and that'll be lots of photographs of all the animals I meet every day and the Brave Vet on Facebook is the one for our vet clinic. And we're doing Shutter Cal for both of them. That sounds really good. It's a bit of fun. Yeah, I'm yeah. kind of gutted I didn't start it now because it's a bit late now starting it. But anyway. It's not quite. You can still backdate <laughs> three days, I'm sure. Pete, thanks a million for that. Loads coming up in the next hour. We'll have brilliant nutritional advice from Elsa Jones. We'll be chatting to actress and TV presenter Carolyn Morhan.